Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we bring you the most important facts to learning about what's happening in the global automotive industry. You know, we all thought that the restructuring Detroit's automakers went through in 2009 left them with some of the most competitive labor costs in the industry. But as Ford negotiates with the Canadian Auto Workers Union, it provided Bloomberg with some of the labor costs it pays in different countries around the world. And it turns out that Canada's auto workers are the highest paid in the world at $79 an hour. Next is the United States at $64 an hour. Germany is 48 and Australia is 35. Now this includes all labor costs, including retiree benefits. So it's not as if the workers see this kind of money in their weekly paychecks. Nonetheless, it's amazing to see that U.S. labor costs are higher than they are in Germany. Ethanol production in the United States is a political hot potato, but most motorists don't know that it's significantly holding down the price of gasoline. Dr. Candace Wheeler, the foremost biofuels expert at General Motors, tells AutoLine Daily that if ethanol were eliminated from gasoline, the price of gas would go up anywhere from 84 cents to a buck seven a gallon. She cites studies from Iowa and Louisiana state universities. Ethanol comprises about 10% of a gallon of gas in the U.S., and a gallon of ethanol is significantly cheaper than a gallon of gasoline. Also, by displacing 10% of gasoline, ethanol keeps gasoline supplies higher, and that contributes to keeping the price down as well. Fisker just hired the former head of GM's global electric vehicle development, Tony Posowitz, as its new CEO. He replaces Tom Lasorda, who will also step down as chairman, but remain with the company as an advisor. You may remember that between leaving GM and joining Fisker, Posowitz was picked by Drew Winter, the CEO of the imaginary New America Motors, to join his company during last month's AutoLine After Hours Automotive fantasy draft. Winter exclusively tells Autoline Daily that, and I quote, New America Motors regrets the loss of Tony Posowitz to Fisker Automotive, but wishes him well. As we mentioned during the draft, Nam holds Posowitz in the highest regard, and we did not expect him to stay retired very long. Unfortunately, our imaginary pay package could not compete with a real one. And I close the quotes there. And hey, you can click the link in today's show notes to watch which executives my colleagues and I chose to lead our fictional car companies. NHTSA was supposed to release the final CAFE targets today, but now it says it's going to miss its own deadline. The Detroit News reports that foreign automakers slammed the regulations as favoring GM, Ford, and Chrysler. German automakers complained it favors trucks, which are the bread and butter for GM, Ford, and Chrysler. Japanese automakers were upset that there is not more flexibility in using car credits to meet truck standards. As sure as the sun's going to rise tomorrow morning, classic cars will break down. 
That's why Chevrolet is deploying its Rescue Squad Silverados at the Woodward Dream Cruise this year. The trucks will be cruising around with technicians from a couple of local Chevy dealers to assist cars of any brand that are suffering from dead batteries, flat tires, or other small problems. And I say, bravo, Chevrolet. That's a great way to attract people to your brand. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Chuck Grenchy saw our report that Frito-Lay is going to start using electric delivery trucks and he had an interesting observation. It might be almost as green if Frito-Lay kept their delivery trucks diesel and burned their manufacturing cooking oil in their vehicles. Chuck, that's a great idea. Plus, they could use the smell of the exhaust as a marketing tool to make people want to eat more potato chips. XA351GT saw our report that GM CEO Dan Ackerson ripped into the company's employees at a town hall meeting, and he's got this to say. Nothing spurs on company loyalty more than a butt-chewing from the boss. Good luck with that, Dan. It never worked at my job. Could this be the reason of the recent exodus of top brass at the general? Well, I think there are a variety of reasons why we've seen a number of, ex of execs suddenly leave the company, but I'm sure the leadership style of the CEO has played a role in that. Brett was not impressed with the high-performance version of the Mini that we showed you earlier this week. John Cooper Mini Works GPA. I thought cocaine was God's way of telling you you had too much money. For the same amount of money, you could buy a shifter cart for yourself and seven of your friends. Now that would be some fun. What a terrific idea, Brett. Go fast and doing it racing wheel to wheel with your best friends. I don't think it would get any better than that. Lex says, I know that the Nissan NV200 will be the taxi for both New York and London. Why does a Nissan sell a passenger version of the NV200 to the general public? Well, Lex, I imagine that Nissan's worried that a passenger version of the NV200 would steal sales from the Quest minivan. But sales of the Quest are going nowhere. So far this year, sales are barely over 12,000 vans, so maybe the NV would do better if you can get past the way it looks. Stu says the new crash test from the IIHS is a real problem. As an engineer for a tier one underbody supplier, he says, I can tell you that this new narrow offset crash test is a very difficult test to pass. It's certainly giving us headaches. The test hits just outside of the frame rails, which are what is designed to carry the crash loads. Like you said, John, it's designed to rip the side of the car off but I do see the reason behind it. It'll be very interesting to see how the different OEMs handle this new crash mode. Thanks for that insight, Stu. Very valuable. And we sure would like to hear from other engineers in the industry on the issues that you're facing as you develop new cars and trucks. Earlier in the show, we mentioned how Chevrolet will field repair trucks to help out any classic cars that break down during the Dream Cruise. Well, join us tomorrow night as we take out a line after hours to the center of the action at the Mopar display on Woodward Avenue. Even though the official Dream Cruise is on Saturday, it's already gotten going. 
Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo there for the best car talk in the business. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We will be back here tomorrow.